Impact of shift in traditional economy on spread of HIV AIDS. In the market-oriented industrialized West, a high level of material property based on alienated production system and impoverishment of other populations of the globe has led to a high consumption, individualism-oriented economy and lifestyle. The accompanying increase in sexual behavior patterns and intravenous drug abuse creates conditions conducive for HIV transmission on a large scale. In the third world, conditions of poverty is a significant factor in HIV transmission. Studies from many parts of the world are showing that the problem of HIV AIDS is exacerbated by loop-sided developmental policies which have brought abrupt change in traditional socio-economic structures of the society. These abrupt changes have actually ingested the traditional economies mostly based on natural resources which have provided the base for other societal factors. For instance, in Thailand, in the name of faster economic growth of the country, the rich forest resource was exploited for wood export. Due to rapid deforestation, a large part of the population which was living in rural areas had lost its source of economic support. Many of these people's livelihood were based on forest production and agriculture. Deforestation has led to change in weather cycle as well as soil erosion which damaged agriculture. At the same time, the advent of consumerism and invasion of various status symbols has added fuel to the fire. Young people started migrating towards urban centers where they were forced to work in low-paid jobs due to their low level of education. Since their aspirations were high, male entered the more lucrative drug industry, while women restored to the sex trade. Young women find the sex trade as barmaids, measures, dancers, etc. One of the best available options with less competition and more money. Remittances in various forms made by these women of their homes in rural areas turns more and more girls to urban areas and to prostitution. Usher 1993. A similar phenomenon was also reported from Ghana in Africa. In 1960, the Ghanaian government took up a project to develop Akosombo hydroelectric dam. Under this multi-purpose project, one of the largest man-made lakes the Volta Lake was created in the Agomania area. With the beginning of the project sound, around 80,000 people in the area, predominantly agriculturists, were displaced. Since these people had lost their traditional livelihood and societal structure, males started working as laborers in the project and some as fishermen. Females who were till now supporting the home economy, helping in agricultural works, had no employment. But their homes were still in need of support. These women started taking jobs in hotels, bars and clubs from where they were inducted into the sex trade. With the end of construction work after five years, a major workforce went back. The local males and females of the area again lost their livelihood. Subsequently, the males of the community migrated to the other areas in search of employment as unskilled laborers. The female took their business to other cities and also to other countries. 
because of the poor economic conditions the next generation of the migrant population remained in similar conditions moreover because of patriarchal inheritance in the society a child who does not know his or her father has no chance of ever inheriting there were few opportunities for economic survival of the many illegitimate children born during the construction boom the situation was especially difficult for the first cohort of girls born to young women who were just learning to survive by selling sex to construction workers today the hiv prevalence among birth cohorts of pregnant women in the agomania is highest many of them are the daughters of construction workers for whom there were no other economic choices but to follow their mother into sex trade decosas 1996 in most of the male in most in cases of males however the situation is not very difficult reducing employment opportunities in rural areas due to degradation of traditional resources and natural calamities are equally responsible for male migration which again contribute effectively in increased hiv prevalence for instance populations in west africa are highly mobile fishermen follow the southern coast from cameroon to liberia in pursuit of the seasonal migration of fish stocks traders ply the coastal routes from senegal to nigeria and farmers of the sahel migrate of the plantation in the coastal countries to survive the dry seasons now we will see hiv and socio economic situation in india during the past 6 decades urbanization in india has increased the urban population has become about 30% in 2001 this growth in urban population is because agriculture has become non profitable for middle and low class farmers continuous loss in agriculture and an increasing debt on these middle and low class farmers in uttar pradesh punjab and andhra pradesh are extreme examples to show the problem faced by the farmers to overcome such problems most of these farmers are migrating to urban centers in search of employment in various industries in urban centers these people live in slums poor income does not allow them to visit their families frequently to satisfy their sexual urges these people may go in for illegitimate and paid sex further the women in rural areas remain dependent on their male partners for financial support decreasing the women's ability to negotiate for sex when the men return the fostering the spread of hiv from cities to rural rural areas women who remain in rural rural areas for protracted periods without their male partners may also take other partners increasing their hiv risk Lurie 1995 Overall socio-economic conditions are not only making commercial sex widely available but also generating clients for it In this way the socio-economic conditions are playing a major role in spreading HIV infection Impact to structural adjustment programs During the period of structural adjustment programs SAP of World Bank WB and the International Monetary Fund IMF have exacerbated the pre-existing socio-economic circumstances. 
under this program developing countries were forced to enter into agreement to meet specified macroeconomic targets first with the imf and later with world bank if they need loan the measures taken under structural adjustment programs seeks to stimulate the growth of the private and export sector in developing countries thus making their economy com- competitive on international market from the internationalized perspectives they enhance the security of loans benefiting international lenders and others involved in trade with developing countries the major impact of sap on socio economic conditions include first declining sustainability of the rural subsistence economy due to the shift to the large scale export agriculture logging and mining which displaces rural subsistence produces second rural to urban migration and third increasing poverty and the widening gap between poor and rich the first and second impacts are closely interrelated and discussed so far as the third is concerned it generates pressure for sheer survival of the poorest and creates aspirations in others for being like the higher sections even while their own conditions do not allow it cultural context with change social values and priorities are in state of flux traditional structures being questioned and reformulated breaking of coercive authoritarian attitudes such as power of parents religious dogma and community patriarchs over the individual has released creative potential and empowerment some of the traditionally powerless making them less vulnerable on the other hand the influence of the process of globalization on the reformulation of our cultures is promoting changes which weakens us against the onslaught of menace of hiv as economic structures changes drastically under structural adjustment programs market driven competitiveness and insecurities increases material pursuits become singular priority and individualism prevails consumerism and high consumption lifestyle becomes the aspiration of a greater section of the population than ever before values of collective responsibility of austerity of self restraint in consumption and in pleasure seeking lose their place as social ideal sexual behavior become one of the source of expression of individuality and pleasure seeking the responsibility associated with sexual relationship is de-emphasized especially with notions of individual freedom and loosening of family and community constraints the mass media is playing a major role in bringing about cultural changes commercial advertising in entirely devoted to establishing consumerism and plays upon the individual weakness and fantasies glorification of the powerful macho male image and his sexual pursuits creates a negative role model the images of being modern are also projected through sexier dresses and freer attitudes towards sexual relationships the desires thus generate and promoted are not possible to be fulfilled through socially legitimate relationships given the family structure and constraints on conjugal life created by male migration of by overcrowded housing this kind of culture change can only increase the sexual exploitation of women
increasing sexual harassment and assaults on women and even the girl child are non out are one outcome a stark illustration of sexual exploitation of women is provided by the spate of new magazines that come into the market thus for hiv aids prevention with a long term and sustainable perspective we need to create an environment conducive to continuation of the norm of sexual activity within marriage even while developing economic security will be crucial for this social and cultural dimensions also need to address strengthening of social values of self control and respect for social institution are important dimensions evolving gender relationship based on mutual respect and sharing is the second let's discuss about the role of medical system in promoting hiv transmission the medical system influence extent of spread of hiv in several ways it can decrease the spread of diagnosing hiv positives early providing them support service and counseling in a manner that decreases their suffering and social stigma as well as ensure behavior that does not transmit hiv on the other hand it promotes spread by transfusing blood and blood products that have not been screened for hiv second medical system prescribes blood transfusion generating a demand for human blood which is not fulfilled by voluntary or replacement donation this creates the need for professional blood donation economic disparity generates the supply by forcing people to re- resort to selling their own blood third a significant proportion of the blood transfusion is unnecessary and meaningless fourth medical equipment such as needles and syringes can transmit hiv if used without the generally applicable routine antisepsis procedures a simple sterilization procedure practiced by the healthcare provider at the point of use is the surest way to safety but is often not practiced because of negligent attitude overcrowding in healthcare institutions and lack of adequate facilities and equipment fifth the grossly unnecessary overuse of injections by practitioners is well known sixth stigmatization of hiv positive patients and instances of doctors refusal to treat them has been a very negative influence for hiv spread it leads to hiding of hiv status from the treating doctor thus increasing chances of spread from patient patient to patient such behaviors in the medical system that promote hiv transmission are again not just issues of an individual doctor or healthcare provider many factors influence it at several levels professionalization it is like socialization the process whereby a lay person becomes a member of a profession medical education includes not just the content of medical science but also imbibing attitude work culture and ethics non practice of professional ethics in the general contributes to all the medical behaviors which promote hiv transmission this turn is a result of several factors social conditions and professionalization must inculcate social responsibility and ethical practice individual providers must have moral strength to withstand the negative pressure of societal trend but most are swept along with the tide the tide therefore needs to be turned so here we discussed 
about the role of societal factors in influencing sexual behavior patterns and the practices of healthcare providers and other factors and analysis which can be extended to other behaviors example intravenous drug abuse economic and cultural factors contributing to shaping of behavior patterns in a society individual retain their right to be different but are even then moduled or molded by the societal environment in general and their own conditions in particular